you know, I work my ass off on stage because I want to be the fucking best at what I do. And I want the respect that that motherfucker, he, he fucking sweats his ass off up yeah. there. He works his ass off. And yes, my body hurts like every fucking day because of what I do. And one day I won't be able to do that. But, but you know, I, I work to gain the respect so that there is a time when people, hopefully people will, uh, will remember that, that I worked that way. Um, here I am. The words will hopefully last even longer. That's the true MC in me. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> This is my talent. This is what I do. All right. You got to keep moving, you know, in this life. You, 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 you keep going and keep doing stuff. The waste accumulates itself in your house. Entropy takes root. Uh, things fall apart. You know, the the... Light bulbs go out eventually, and the, there's you know water damage and stuff. You know the, the water seeps in through little cracks in the windows and things like that. It starts messing up the walls. You know that's how it goes. Uh, but you keep going. You keep going. You fight it. You know you you you. Excuse me for the for the wind. You you know you take a uh, you take a broom to things. You. you you fix, you, you mend. Uh, that's what this life is, you know, just a, a, a maintenance, trying to stay above water uh, on all that stuff, <clears throat> starting to stay ahead of the ahead of the collapse of things. Is that what we're doing in this nation? I mean, I'm, I was speaking quite literally about my house falling apart right now, but is that what's happening in this nation? Look, it, things are nuts right now, man. No one would have ever predicted that shit would go down in this manner and, and we'd have part in the wind again. It's a windy day. And that we would have, you know, people in power that are really anti the the uh, American way that we grew up thinking that America was, right? Good. Have we... We've gone from being G.I. Joe to being Cobra in the world in, in many ways. Or maybe we've always been Cobra. We've just been fed the G.I. Joe lie. I don't know. But what is going on, you know? This uh, uh, ban on on, on <clears throat> refugees and I mean, what, what, what the hell? What the hell? It doesn't sit right with me, and I don't think it sits right for for anybody. I think it's it's really just these few sort of uh, money hoarding elites that are benefiting in any way from any of this. You know, fear fear uh, people, fear the other. You know, we're you know we're here making our money. Fuck the rest of any of you. Uh, kind of mentality. Is, is, are things falling apart? Is everything falling apart right now? Is that what's going on? 
this country, I mean. You know, it has it, it had its heyday. Maybe it's, this is the end. Who knows? You know, I, I don't want to be pessimistic. I don't want to be pessimistic. I'm in the alley now. You're going to hear some echoes. But uh, I, I don't know. It, it seems like, yeah, at least, you know, on, the po- on a positive note, I could say that we're not having it. And I like that. I was at a, a rally last night at City Hall in Cincinnati, uh, you know, saying, chanting, no, no, uh, no bands, no walls. And uh, there were a lot of people there. I mean, you know, maybe a thousand was my guess. You know, I have an eye because since I do music, I can sort of look and, and think about in a room how many people are there. I'm pretty good at it. Not, not a genius. Not, a, I'm not a, 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 a everyone loves Raymond or what, what is it? Uh, uh, not everyone loves Raymond. Uh, Rain Man. Everyone loves Rain Man. But, you know, I, 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 I have a good eye. I think a thousand people, what, if, if it's that way in, in, in two, 200 cities across the U.S., that's, you know, a decent amount of people that are, that are getting out of their houses and saying, hey, no, fuck that. So you got to appreciate that, you know, aspect of things. And people are getting riled up. But what do you do? How can you really affect change, you know? Phone calls to your... Senators and Congress people uh, giving money to uh, I don't I don't know about you I'm living month to month right now I'm I am I make my money on the road uh, playing shows at this point and uh, I haven't been out for a while I am certainly living month to month um, <clears throat> so I'm not really in the in a position to do that I've done a bit of that last few months but you know if you are. I think that's probably a good thing to put money in hands of people that are going to do stuff, you know, do it. I don't know. We got to fight it. You know, we got to fight it. You know, there's an eventual eventual collapse to everything, I guess, you know. The sun's going to burn out or explode or whatever. And, uh, you know, but you have to fight it along the way. And so that's what we're doing. We're maintaining the house that is the U.S. of A. It's a good house. It was a big house. It had, you know, it had its day. It was beautiful, bright and shiny for some people, you know, for some people. But uh, it will have its eventual end, I guess. Don't mean to be dark. Anyway, that's that. That's what's going on in the world, among other things. Uh, in my life, well, that takes a big part psychically for sure. That sits on your mind, it sits on your heart uh, a great deal. Uh, also, I'm working on music videos and getting ready to release an album, a Y album entitled Mechlin. Mechlin. Uh And that is coming out March 3rd. And we'll be touring. Y will be on the road in the U.S. starting. March 16th in Cincinnati, going through March, uh, 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 April 23rd, I believe. So we will be all over this great nation of the U.S., and I expect to see you guys there. You can go look at tour dates at uh, whywithaquestionmark.com, W-H-Y-W-I-T-H-A-Q-U-E-S-T. 
T-I-O-N, you know, spelled out, why with a question mark.com. You can find the tour dates there. You can pre-order the album there. And uh, you can check out a couple tunes uh, on Spotify right now. Uh, one entitled This Old King and one entitled Proactive Evolution. They're up now and more to come soon. Okay, on the podcast today, now this is, this is uh, I pulled this out of, not quite out of the vaults, but I would say out of the sort of close coffers, out of the spend account, you know, uh, not out of the savings account exactly. This is a talk I had with my friend Sam Herring, who goes by Hemlock Ernst for his rap career and is also the singer in an awesome band called Future Islands that many of you have probably heard of because they're pretty uh, famous. Um, yeah, this is a talk we had this past fall, maybe September or October, when he was in Cincinnati to play a festival here. Uh, and I went down and met up with him at his hotel in uh, Kentucky, northern Kentucky, uh, which is right across the river from Cincinnati. And we sat, drove around, and then we sat in uh, a little parking lot of a... Uh, an apartment complex and people walk by and uh, walk their dogs and stuff like that and and uh, yeah that's that's where we had this talk sitting in a parking lot overlooking the river I believe or some overlooking maybe just a gully of some kind um, there's no I you know again this is as in my last conversation that that uh, I put up. This is before the election of Donald Trump. So, like, you know, we're not talking about that so much. We probably would have if it was after that. Uh, but, yeah, it's a good talk. It's a good talk. Uh, and gets to the heart of some issues that some of you might be dealing with and thinking about. So, let's go ahead and get over to this talk with Sam Heron. Yes, Cincinnati. Like if you have, like if Chicago has their deep dick, deep dick pizza, <laughs> Cincinnati has its chili. That's uh, yeah. Uh, when I may have to hit the skyline over here, it looks like nobody's there, so I probably get good service. Yeah, I don't know if, <laughs> if that's usually the, uh, uh, the we are the, in the this, roll of thumb here. This is like the fast food zone. Well, I, was, I was pretty psyched when we rolled in. I was like, man, I got all these decisions to make. You got caught up in. Uh, you know, I I don't know. This is probably it, it's a lower budget area to go with the with you know the hotel in Kentucky. But you know, yeah, you got you got you kind of got caught in a whirlwind of this is called Covington. It's you know, it's a it's a kind of area where you might have some rough customers a little bit. I'm in, I'm cool in with that area. Yeah, I think Cincinnati and Baltimore have some similarities. Oh, big time, big yeah. time. Yeah. This is like you being in, I don't know what the... I'm like, I'm, I'm in D.C. right now. Yeah, D.C. Or, or I mean, you know, uh, this is hardly D.C., but, DC. you know, whatever, like, the small, weird sort of Maryland town is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, I gotta, I gotta figure out the equivalent now. We're in, like, Catonsville right now. Catonsville. Ka- We're chilling in Catonsville. Yeah. So... No, no disrespect to Catonsville. 
Right, right. And no disrespect to, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what's this called? Covington. Covington. You know. Oh, see, look, there we got see, a view of the that's river. the cut spot. Um, I spoke to Josh Carter today. He says hello. Oh, what's, what's, he's up to? what's he up to? Uh, he is, I don't know, looks like they're about to go on tour. They got I, an album coming out. Yeah, yeah. I think my buddy's actually doing some of that run, doing lights. Cool. Just cool. tight. This looks good right here, man. Let's just find somewhere we can pull off into it. Something, something a little bit bucolic. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's see if we can get a little... Uh... I'm, I'm down with breaking and entering, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not too concerned about... Well, it's not the cops you got to worry about in these kind of areas. It's the shotgun type Is shit. It? Here, look, we gotta, we got to overlook. Hell yeah. Don't want to overlook this. Oh, we got an ashtray? Yeah, exactly. That's tight. That's perfect. That's perfect for me. All right. Let's just get out and we'll do... I can take this now. We'll do a little... Uh... Dude, thank you for this coffee. Oh, you're welcome. I hope it's good. It's... it's I uh... can't remember the name of the place. Uh, it's like... Uh... Chevron, Chevron. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's like, like it's like fancy, like it's, it's fancy looking, boy coffee. This is a man. fine looking Chevron coffee. Man. Oh. So what you been doing today, man? Well, I, I've been uh, finishing up this Y album. So I've I've been now I'm like doing like adding vocal samples to the ends of a couple songs where I feel like it needs a little something. A little something, yeah. Yeah. So how, what about you? What what, are you, what have you been up to recently? Are you are you guys touring or are you just doing a couple spot dates? Oh, uh, like? yeah, it's just a couple festival okay. shows. We're doing uh, just to kind of finance this next record. And uh, yeah, yeah, so just been, we've been off the road all year, working on the next few trials record, writing songs, um, haven't gotten the studio yet. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I've been chilling. So you do it in a content condensed like period where you so you'll make demos basically or something? Yeah, yeah. So we've we've written maybe like 23, 24 songs. Okay. And then we'll take take the best, you know, 10, 11 tracks and put it down. And, um, and when you put it down, will you do? Do you guys play stuff live in the studio, or is more? I mean, uh, we've there's only so done many that. electronic elements. It seemed like you'd want to. Yeah, we've only done that really once before. Uh, well, actually, I mean, our whole so our whole the whole first album, whole first Future Islands album was done was recorded in the summer of it's like July '07. Okay. And it was recorded at Backdoor Skate Shop, uh, the upstairs of Backdoor sh- Skate Shop in downtown Greenville, North Carolina, which was just this like. Um, long rectangular empty room with a wooden, beautiful old wooden floor. It was a you know, like a hundred year old building, and uh, it, it just had just like an echo chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded awesome. So, um, so that whole record was done uh, with the three of us set up live in the room. I'm sorry, the four of us. That's because we when Future Island started, we had a drummer um, who left in 08 or that he left in the end of 07. So just a couple months after that. It's just three of you that work on it right now. Yeah, yeah, but we have we have a we have a touring drummer who is who is like our drummer, right. but he's not he's not yet a part of the writing process. Gotcha. I think when we run out of ideas, he will become. He's like right. the secret weapon for when right. we are like, oh, we suck now. Like we gotta. I don't remember how to do this, and we we were kind of thinking that that might be the case with this record, because um, we just didn't know where we were at, and it, it took a it took a few weeks to kind of break in, and then like once you write a song. That you're like, oh yeah, duh, it's that easy. 
you know, you know, you know how it is when you just like when you have those great songs just come out of that serendipitous moment because it's you don't need all a, you don't need a whole bunch of crazy things to make a great song. You can do a lot to a song to make it great, but a lot of it is just like a very simple idea. So once once you kind of once we found that first good idea, then we were like, oh yeah, we know how to do this. What the fuck are we thinking? So yeah. um, and I th- of course I think to Mike's chagrin because he would he would like nothing more than to and he's a phenomenal drummer. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I, I know that he would love to jump in, but we've, you know, the three of us have been writing songs together since, uh, fuck the beginning of 2003. So you got a chemistry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, we don't want to, like I said, that's, that's for when we feel that we need new blood, um, we'll bring somebody in to write with us. But as long as we're creating great art that isn't stagnant and, uh, in, in our opinions, is honest and is, is good to us, then we don't really feel that need just yet. But, uh, but yeah, who knows? Maybe the sixth record. <laughs> For me, in regards to that songwriting thing, it takes about, I'd say maybe 8 to 14 hours after writing a good song to forget that I know how to write a song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck. And then something, you know, whatever time goes on, and then something just sparks something, and then yeah, you yeah. do it again. You know, and you're like, yeah, exactly. oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So, well, sometimes yeah, you're just elusive. Like, sometimes you just have, like, shit inside of you you need to get out. I mean, that's, like, part of what being an artist is, is mm-hmm. in whatever discipline, you're just like, I have this, I have a thing I need to get out. And I think for, for me as a person who doesn't, you know, working doing getting to do more stuff in hip-hop too recently is like uh realizing how much i'm just like an mc and that in i've always made music i've always made music without knowing how to make music like i need beats you even know? with the band you think of it yeah, in, like, that, in that mentality sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah 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 i'm just realizing that again i'm just like give me feed me music feed yeah. me music pull something out of me because it's really like you know sometimes you get a like a you get like a batch of beats from somebody and there's there's only that stuff's good, but you're like only one or two really pull something out of you, yeah, sure. and those those are the songs that you want to share. Those are the songs that are worth it. Are the ones that you're not really working working towards, but I mean maybe you're working for that second or third verse. You know, you like have to figure out how it concludes, but but that first verse just like flows out of you and it's yeah. golden, and you're like, okay, well this ha- this is something. Now I have to figure out how. Now I have to figure out how to write a song. Well, that's a, that's a really good point. Is that yeah? Usually, we're about to get ate by this dog. This dog is. Oh, the, okay. Are we gonna be ate by right. this car? Uh, that's a really good point. Is that yeah? Generally, the the beginning. I mean, always for me, really, I can never force like the start of a songwriting process. Like, okay, now I'm gonna write a song. It's always that spark. Yeah. But. What you can learn over the years is the craft of that second and third verse. Where exactly. It's like, yeah. That's hard, and that's real hard sometimes, you know? Well, that's been, that was the interesting, because, you know, like, so I started writing when I was 13, started writing poetry and and uh, hip-hop verse around the same time, and um, and that was kind of my beginnings, and then started a band in freshman year of college. Uh, our, which is Future Islands, or was that it was Our Lord, band? Our Lord and Self Portraits, okay. which okay. we opened for you once in Raleigh, North Carolina, and Kings. Shit, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, 2005, probably. At the old King's Barcade. Oh my God, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I Which do was crazy. remember that. Um, Big guy. 
at the helm, right? Of the at uh, on the uh, mixing board, and he maybe owned the place. Oh well, that was probably that dude Eric, who's the old school sound man in in, in Raleigh. He I think he runs the Lincoln Theater now. Okay. But uh, yeah, he's a big dude with the big beard. Is that the guy you're thinking? About I think that? so, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I I do remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so so that was kind of basically through Art Lord. I kind of like stopped really focusing on rap because uh, as as we progressed being in a band and just kind of got farther away from it, um, you know, away from just like freestyling every day with friends and stuff like that. But uh, flash forward many years later, um, after you know, uh, spending years and years out on the road with Future Islands, um, which started in 06. At the end of 2012, I started writing again because I heard a beat, just an instrumental beat on the internet cruising one day, and I just, like, wrote a song. And it was I was like, oh, this, this is really good. And a, so a rap I, song to me. Yeah, 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 and it was kind of the first time I'd written verse in, fuck, I don't know, it would probably been, like, two and a half years since I'd actually written something of any substance. And, uh... And that kind of like sparked me writing again. Um, uh, but the thing was, like coming back to writing after all that time and spending time out of the road and writing, you know, the the third record. This, this is before we started writing uh, singles, our fourth album. Um, uh, it was like I was a much better MC. Well, maybe not as an MC, but I was a much better writer. Yeah. In general, I actually because you know when I was like. 17 and 18 I was an insane freestyle MC but I didn't really know how to write a well, song you, you I was had like the all about of writing the rock songs cryptic you know? tongue twisting shit yeah yeah right. yeah yeah it was more about like what I could do um, rather than what I had to say and then with many years of experience of just life experience yeah. and uh, writing songs like finding that like how to set a scene how to tell a story how to find the ending how to like look at both sides of a story or multiple sides of a story uh, and these kinds of things I was coming back to writing me like oh I can write a song now <laughs> like I don't know how to do this so it's kind of it's been it's been cool to uh, to get more into that because I've been doing a lot more of that in the last couple years okay. through connections with uh, really Milo is the one who kind of set set me off and connected me with a bunch of people and kind of pushed me to write uh, for his out al- the feature I did on uh, Souvenir on right. the album So the Flies Don't Come like that's that verse is some of the best writing I think I've ever done. And I, the whole story with that was I told him that I wasn't going to write to it. He sent me the beat because um, I had posted up a open Mike Eagle song on Twitter from Future Islands. And he was like, yo, that's my boy. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I heard you're like an MC. What's the deal with that? Like, you ever want to collaborate? And I was like, who the fuck is this kid? And I looked at his music. I was like, oh, this dude's dope. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. Like, send me some and that night he sent me a Kenny Siegel beat with his verse on it that verse from Souvenir and I wrote him back and was like yo man this this beat is beautiful your verse is heavy and I just don't I don't know if I can do it justice like uh, you know I don't really rap over shit this is this like slow um, you know and, and I just don't that, think that, I, can, I was like I don't think I can side of, I was like I don't raps. think I can follow you yeah. like your verse is really strong and, and he wrote me he wrote me back this is like 9 o'clock and he wrote me back and was like, uh, at nine thirty, and was like, "Oh, it's cool, man. Like, I just, you know, I really respect you as a writer, and I just thought, like, if anybody could tackle um, the emotion of this song, it would be you. But you know, if you can't handle it, that's cool. I'll get, I'll, I'll figure something else out." Right. And I was like, 
you motherfucker. Threw down like, the gauntlet. Who the fuck is this kid? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, yeah, an hour and a half later, I sent him the demo for that song. Okay, I nice. wrote I wrote the verse. I was like, I'll take another crack at it and wrote him the verse back. And he was just like, yo, this is dope. Nice. <laughs> and then, tr- honestly, like, he pushed me, he, he pushed me to write that verse. And I pushed it and in turn pushed myself, but, and kind of like hit on some things that, because the thing is like, uh, it's also been really good for me because I can, I feel, you know, like with Future Islands, it's all about uh, being extremely vulnerable with uh, my feelings and my emotions and, and being honest uh, in storytelling, like uh, things that have actually happened to me because I, I, you know, uh, I've often said in interviews, it's like the only truth that I fucking know in this life is the shit that I've actually experienced, you know, it's like, um, like how I felt in a certain moment. Like I can talk about that. And then, and that's, that's what I was talking about saying earlier is like understanding that every story has two sides, especially when you talk about relationships, like even in amicable breakups and things like uh, there's still the two two completely different sides of how it happened. There's three sides. There's your well, side, yeah. her side, or his side, and the truth. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> there you go. And then, yeah, that's the fucking truth. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing. Like, um, it's really easy to be a to play a victim. Uh, it's uh, in in songwriting, and it's also it's it's important too to call yourself out as a victim. Like like yo, you're you're full of shit. And, and say that in the song because that's a whole nother thing because it's, it's important for you to say it to yourself um, and for you to look at the how someone else sees the like realizing what somebody else is going through because it I don't know it's just a more it's a more honest thing just in life that do, we're not do, do you feel like you fall into a certain uh, version of yourself when songwriting sort of like 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 that like I, like I, I have tended to in the past and I'm trying to sort of get out of this but tended to sort of play a a pitiful version of myself sort of you know in, in songs um and I think it's kind of you know to to my own de- detriment in life in a way I feel like do you feel like you do that at all um I I think that I will explore that but I think for kind of like what I'm saying like for every one of those lines, it's important to say the other side, yeah. Um, because, because the honest, the honest truth is, we are those, we are those pitiful people, but we're also like normal, regular people at right. times. Like we have, like I'm, I'm, I just talk about that. Like, like we're not always, we're not always fucking sad, <laughs> right? And we're not always happy, right? And life is, you know, like, like our like with future islands, those, those that person I am in those songs is not who I am all the time but it's who I was in that moment yeah. of writing a song or of a, of a feeling so I, I think um, I don't think I necessarily revert but I think it's it's important to explore the, your helplessness yeah. to situations um, because that's honest to who we are in life <laughs> that we're pretty much helpless at times in life sure like we're not in control we're, we're only in so much control of our world um, although you know I still believe that we are like uh well, shit, maybe not, maybe that's a privilege of being white, but I do think that we are like, uh, gods of our own existence, you know, we can kind of create ourselves. Are, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had, I had to check myself. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, whatever. I had to check myself there, but you know what I'm Different saying is... people for to varying degrees of, of 
freedom in their life, of course, but yeah. Yeah, but if you've explored, if you've like explored death or if you've thought about suicide, then you understand that you can, you can go <laughs> or you can fight through those feelings and continue. Uh, you can work a shitty, stupid job and get by or you can go after an insane dream. Um, you can, you can fucking live on the street and succeed or, you know, you can just like, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot of different yeah. things. I you're, feel like, but you're saying we're, that, that you, we are somehow you're sculpting, you're sculpting your, your life in some way or people, people are. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, and so, but, but the, but the fact of, of it all is that we're, you know, we're all, we're in a, we are in a machine where you like fucking need money and you have to get by and, and that makes us helpless humans at times um and then and then when there's oh, like set up in love system, involved definitely. and uh, yeah i mean so much of what i deal with in future islands is love uh because that's a universal that's like a universal <laughs> i was gonna say ill <laughs> um, something we all deal with but, for the good or for the bad it's yeah, yeah. part of the human experience but it's but it's also something that i can speak on uh universally and it still be something that settles pretty easy with the guys yeah. Um, you know, like I don't have Is to ask them if I, they, they've never really, you know, Williams maybe checked me on some lyrics a couple times, but not, but, uh, just when I, just when I like maybe mention God or something it maybe like freak him out. Do, um, wh- really? Why? Do, do just, I- just cause we come from, we, you know, we all come from families that are, I mean, I didn't grow up going to church. Garrett didn't really grow up going to church. William did. But and none of us go to church now. But there's still like there's Southern Baptist roots in our families, right. and you know that's like I mean I remember when we did a big show at uh, the 9:30 Club that was broadcast live through NPR um, uh, audio and visual, uh, <laughs> like uh, and you know we're I'm you know Williams family is my family, Garrett's family is my family. Which you know we're all very close, uh, all of our parents and everything. Um, known each other so long. I mean, I've known Garrett since we were. 12, 13 years old. Um, so, uh, but <laughs> uh, William's dad called me that afternoon and asked me, he's like, he's like, look, Mary Jo, William's mom, he's like, Mary Jo passed out, uh, you know, little flyers to, she made to the church to ask everybody to tune in for this big show. Like, if you could just maybe not say fuck so much. Right, the- <laughs> right, right. And I was, <laughs> it was a text message. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, who the fuck is writing right. me this? And I, but but you didn't have before I, saved. yeah, before I said that, I was like, I'm sorry, who is this? And he's like, oh, this is Hugh. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, y- yes, sir. You got it. You got it. But, 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 <laughs> but at but, first I was just like, you, who the fuck is asking me this right, shit? Right, right. Like, no. But you that's know. different than, 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 than not mentioning God. So when he says that, he means not in a, in a way that's going to offend his parents, or he means not in a way that seems like you believe that there's a God. Oh no! There's just there was a line. There was a line he checked me on years ago that was just like uh, from our third record, "On the Water." It's the title track, mm-hmm. and uh, it's in the chorus. It's like "Body of Mine, Body of Christ." Uh, the tongue is left to dine and takes its precious time. And this, the song is so. William's like, you know, what's the deal with the body of Christ thing? It's like, because it seems sacrilegious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it was blasphemous or sacrilege and all this stuff. And he's like, "What is that?" And I was like, uh, you know, just just explaining like. Well, it's, it's talking about myself making myself a victim over and over. Like, I'm martyring myself for the same things, but making the same mistakes. Like, like uh, writing about... I'm, like, in the same situation in a relationship that I was in before, knowing better. But I'm actually pulling... <laughs> like, I'm pulling art out of it. 
Right. Because I'm an asshole. Right. right. You know? You're sacrificing like, yourself for the yeah, art. Again, yeah, it's, yeah. it's calling myself out, like I was saying. Right. You know, I'm calling myself out. Um, and so, William's like, he kind of accepted that. And then I was like, but the next line's about eating pussy, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, what? <laughs> I was like, the tongue is left to dine and takes its precious time. And then he, nice. was, like, he was just confused. Oh, and then we just moved on. So, so I just I just threw a fucking spider web on him, and then yeah. he didn't know what to do, and then we got through. Stunned. It. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but uh, interesting. It, it's what's tough is that you know those, especially if you grew up with it like I did. It's like those that imagery is is too like potent and entrenched not to mine it a little bit. Oh, totally. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. it's too good. Maybe yeah. even, you know, it's a little cliche at this point, but, but like, I can't help it. Sometimes it comes out, so, you know. And it's, it's, it's part of the narrative that we live by in a way. I mean, I, I mind that because it's so potent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's, like, it's heavy. There's a line in a new song, like, I laid a cross of iron dross upon your door the way you laid across our bed sometime before. Ooh, and I, I had to good. look up the word dross, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's a word. <laughs> It is like the slag. It's like the slag shit after you pour okay. uh, pour a hot iron. Yeah, that settles. Yeah, the dross. And I was like, a cross of iron dross. That's good. God, I'm fucking good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. See, you knew it yourself. Kind of, but the what weight it was. of it, the weight of this iron cross on the door, it's just like, what is this? Yeah, it's a cure reference to you. Right. Sure. Head on the door. Uh, yeah. That's real good, man. I but, like that. But yeah, you know. But 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 I'm saying all that to say like. With, with this, like, uh, re, like going back to writing hip hop again, I feel more free than I ever have. Good to say whatever I want to say because now, I don't have to. I don't have to go back to them and be like, "Is this cool?" Do you feel? Do you feel like? Okay, here's a question. Do you feel like within the hip hop stuff? Do you feel you 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 know toe toe the same persona? Or, or like, uh, oh no, it's characteristics of yourself, or, 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 or is it a different side of yourself in tor- in terms of the writing? I think it's a lot of, I think it's a lot of different sides of myself. I think what I'm realizing going back is like how much, um, first of all, realizing that as a young man, as a kid, really, um, who discovered hip hop and discovered words, like fell in love with words, um, poetry. Uh, and then, and then, uh, uh, poetry and music, uh, was that the thing that I love about a true MC, in my opinion, a true MC, like where the power of hip hop was really founded is, is like a person telling their, their struggle in a very honest way. Um, and not glamorizing. That's why I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Jay-Z hater, uh, because I, I've, I see that I view him as like the king of money rap. You know, which doesn't really help anybody. <laughs> There's not much in the. I mean, but it, it, these days most people tend to glamorize. I feel like. I mean, there's a oh, there's a rare few that that are actually. And I guess the glamorizing has been going on for a while, yeah, yeah, but it re- oh, yeah. it really changed with like getting jiggy with it and mm-hmm. fucking more money, more problems. Even. Right around the um, right around the turn of the millennium. Of, yeah, yeah, and really like the death of a lot of stars who were doing good things uh or saying good things saying like honest shit because i think it's in it's important like i said once before to be like to say you know if you fucking sold drugs you can tell me that and like a lot of people listen to rap to like hear those that hard shit 
But then it's also like, well, tell me the bad side of it, too. Yeah. Like, who did you hurt? Right. Because I fucking sold drugs, and I saw friends die. Like, friends that I sold, you know, um, sold their first bags to. And then, you know, I deal with that. I deal with that in my music because I deal with it in my heart. Like, I still feel the weight of that in so my fucking s- life. And I know that <laughs> I know that they feel that. And I want to hear that shit. You know, that's that's the shit I want to hear because it it it's... Uh, it's just highly emotional. It's it's real. It's something that's very real and tangible that I think a lot of people it can help people. And you know, and that's with like Future Islands, like I jump into myself because I because I've experienced that it helps people. Yeah. Um and that was something that I didn't realize till we were like me and the guys were already doing it. You know, I was uh with our second album in Evening Air, uh that was the record that really uh i was in a we were all three of us had just moved to baltimore it was a big turning point in our lives um and both me and garrett were going through big breakups uh, we were all fucking homesick um and uh we were trying to like define ourselves in this new city but um what brought you to baltimore college or something uh dan deacon wham city oh okay yeah so dan dan was a friend from he used to come down to greenville and play at williams house okay. um back when we were art lord and we just like became really good friends so he he kept coming through with baltimore bands and uh they basically we were kind of like an extended family of the of their collective uh so so yeah it was just one of those things like he moved there in 05 and and was like yo come and be a part of this thing and William was still in school i was still in school and gare had a girlfriend and we were just kind of like eh like i don't think we're gonna do that yeah um, and then, and then there was a big shift in 06. Anyways, we didn't get up there till end of 07, beginning of 08, um, to be like a part of that thing. And, uh, so there was a lot of, but, but that was kind of when we all decided that was what we wanted. You right. know, we like moved to Baltimore that was like to, to be become about a music, touring so band. Yeah. Yeah. We are moving here to make music and to get on the road because yeah. it was a, what we wanted. And that, that's an important thing in, in our growth was that the three of us all wanted the same thing and we went after it together. So with that record, uh, which I still think is our, our best, uh, record as far as like, yeah, just, just the, the fucking weight of, of it. Um, we were still like kind of finding ourselves in that record, uh, finding our sound and things, but not really knowing what we were doing, just like doing it and being like, these songs are really, really strong. And, um, I was really mining my heart because I was going through, I was just like broken up over someone so bad. Uh, um, and, uh, and through those songs, after that record was released and touring on it so hard um, for many years, uh, still play a ton of those songs in our set day to day. But uh, it was just like people coming and being like, you know, that this, this album helped me so much. This song or this song or this song like helped me. And then we were like, oh, like this is doing something yeah you know it's not just because we were you know we were kind of founded on just being like a party band that did that would like write really um like for for lyrically definitely like emotional songs but it was music that was supposed to like you have a good time too and we're still very much of that ilk we want people to have a good time but there's like a hidden oh there's certain yeah there's there's certainly feeling and substance too yeah, yeah yeah so uh shit i lost my train um, well, we were talking about, you know, I had asked you about where you sort of, what you put into rap stuff versus the Futurama oh, yeah. stuff. 
And, I, I, you know, so it sounds like almost like maybe the more... Oh, that's, maybe the relationship stuff goes more to the future islands and the more, like, personal struggle stuff goes more to the rap stuff. No, this... Okay, this is what I missed because I, I talk in fucking circles uh, and weird... You usually come back, and diagrams. usually come back yeah. around. Is that I realized that uh, my... That hip-hop gave me, like, a persona as a kid when I was, like, lost, uh, feeling like I didn't have a fucking friend. Um, I, and I started writing in my room and... Uh, it, it, it allowed me to have a voice and to be something, you know, it was like the first thing I identified as, as an, an awake human, Yeah. you know, after I like, I basically smoked weed for the first time, quit sports and started writing and drawing, you know, you and I have many similarities, but any, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just in terms of like the timeline of things and when we got into stuff and ha- and like, you know, we're both in rock bands, but also have a foot in the mm-hmm. rap world and yeah. Anyway, good. But it is like, I, I don't want to say that it's like a mask, but it did kind of allow me like a mask uh, to give me a strength. It's like, I can do this. This is my talent. This is what I do that, you know, that none of my friends did, that nobody else did. Um, and, I, and I pushed that and it pushed my writing and um, pushed my knowledge and pushed music. Um, with Future Islands, you know, like Future Islands started as Art Lord, where... I had a mask. I was this German guy, you know. I was, like, played the part of this, like, German lord of art. Okay. And uh, it was this whole thing where I could be this kind of pretentious, arrogant, like, but really, like, confident figure. You know, we were, we were just trying to... We were kind of playing parody of craft work out of flattery, you know. Okay. Like, imitation yeah. is flattery. Um, but it, But because of the mask, I got to be... I got to say exactly what I wanted to say and it didn't have to lead back to me. Right. Because of this character, I could be like, laugh it off. And if he's sad because he feels misunderstood by a world that doesn't understand his great art, you know. He can say that. He can say that, yeah. but it's not me. Right. It's just the character. Now, and then when we stripped away, yeah. when we went to Future Islands, the first, because I was, I was already, you know, doing my performance thing and it was, it was strong and, uh, uh, in, in my opinion, it was strong, but it was this mask. When we went to Future Islands, where there is no mask, there is no persona, there are no costumes or any of this shtick, uh, it was difficult for the first year because I had to be, I had to own my shit. Yeah. I had to own what I was naked saying. A bit maybe. Yeah, I felt very yeah. naked. And uh, it took me, yeah, it took me a year, year or two to really find, find confidence in myself and what I had to say. And now I'm just, now I'm, without filter and I'm I'm very I'm free to say exactly what the fuck I want to say and that that's my strength as a as a writer and a performer is that I'm not I'm not afraid I don't and and honestly because we kind of made ourselves outside of the media loop that so many you know because we didn't even get our big break till Letterman la- like 2014 like I was a week away from turning 30 right you now or t- two weeks away from turning 30 years old and uh and I was by that point was like you know fuck the press they like they never gave a shit like yeah. fuck this like we've we've been living off our art for five years at that four or five years at that point and uh, had done it and we were proud of ourselves we were proud of each other and uh, and that's when it was really like yeah fuck fuck all this bullshit um, yeah. and uh, and that's kind of when you start winning is when you say fuck it when you let it all go yeah you let yeah. it go now you, you know I hope this person doesn't run us over. You uh, alluded to current performances and feeling like you're 
you know, you're, you're being yourself and feel like you can be open and free about it. But, but there's also a sense of drama to it as well, you know? Oh, yeah. I am wondering if you have... Did you do, like, drama or anything in high school? When I picture nah. you in my mind, which is often, Does it? <laughs> it, is, it is as Hamlet. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'd love like a I chance. can totally see you as Hamlet. I'd love a shot. Man, okay, I yeah. went... Like, I grew up in the fucking boonies in North Carolina. We didn't yeah. have... We didn't have, like nice music music uh, classes or art classes it was very basic it wasn't like a theater program everything was just basic well, it sounds like rapping know? was that for you actually well yeah and it gave me a release I mean my brother is really the biggest influence in my life like he he led me to all all the things that I'm doing now long before uh, they were a part of my life I, you know, he gave me hip hop music um, and that that revolutionized me um uh, so, but, but yeah, without him, I mean, cause he had to find those things on his own in that right. same town, you know, and he basically gave me the knowledge early, you know, and That's that, great. that allowed yeah. me, that allowed me, uh, to kind of advance, uh, uh, faster for sure. But, um, but yeah, I didn't, I always wanted to do theater stuff. Never have, um, oh, you'd be great at it. Have, yeah, have yeah. you ever tried it, like, even, like, in the last few years, you know, just, like, doing videos or, or you know, I don't know. Man, I did a, I was, I, I did a Clams Casino video that I featured on recently, and that was kind of, like, my acting debut. But it was really funny because uh, uh, the director, uh, Grant Singer, who's uh, a, a great music video director, really good guy, easy to work with, and uh, was great about giving me direction. It was funny because I was giving him a lot of emotion in these shots. I was just supposed to, I was just some, like, Joe Schmo who goes to work every day and comes home and sits with his dog and eats his eats his shitty uh, fucking microwave meal, you know. The opposite of your glamorous life. It, no, actually, the most fucked up thing was I was like, this is exactly what my life is right now. <laughs> yeah. Like off the road, like right. I just wake up, go get a coffee, and come home, and I sit at my bed and write music, and then I go to sleep. Yeah, it's just like, man this guy is me it all makes sense but right. the thing was i was trying to give him like a little emotion in these shots and he would be like let's let's do it really like kind of dead face this time right, like right. like just give me like like you're just exhausted and you have nothing to give and so i would just like let all the muscles of my face drop and my shoulders drop and he would be like that's fucking perfect yeah that's yeah. perfect so i just <laughs> so then i was like oh he likes it when i don't do anything Sounds so that's like I continue to do, and then it turned out really well. Yeah, because I don't. I've I've done I've done a little shit, on a little, little bit on film stuff, and I always feel really uncomfortable watching myself. I do weird stuff on my face that I think in the moment I'm like, yeah, I'm really killing it right now, and then I'm like, what the fuck was I doing on my face? See, I think I think that you would be. You know, it's two different styles for for like with a camera, or I think you'd be a good stage actor. See, I, I want to do stage because you have to be very emotive. You know, yeah, that's you have about to the be, body and shit. Boom, like yeah. you know, and watching you perform uh, live yeah you're all like it's all there it's like yeah. you, won't, you can't take your eyes off you you know but i was into no weird or whatever I, I was into weird like performance and conceptual art in high school that i got that i got like uh turned on to by some teachers uh when i was 17 and then uh, that kind of followed me and but really that kind of is what became what in, in in the end would become you know it would be years later when i'd be like oh like when I went to college, I was like, "How do I, how do I somehow integrate my skill with a pencil, with my writing, with like the third dimension or breaking a fourth wall? Like, how how do you 
integrate words in the two, 2D and also like use the body as form and like how do I how do I integrate these things in a way that doesn't just look like shit and uh, it means something and then it was installation performance remember, like yeah tw- 23 or 24 I was like oh I kind of like we're kind of doing that yeah. like there's definitely like I believe that uh, you know I use my body as sculpture it's like uh, you know uh, exhibiting power um, and weakness on stage. Um, you built like Michelangelo's David, you know? Fuck, yeah. Like a squished version? <laughs> I built like Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. The fuck, but, uh, but yeah, so, so in a weird way, I, I, I have been able to, to integrate my words and, uh, and, you know, moving sculpture. Right. Um, in performance, um, in conceptual art. Um, uh, without it being hyper pretentious which is the thing that I'm completely against um, yeah no it's very natural do, do you still do you still draw ah, like every two years I pick up the pencil to Same make sure that, me, I, that I have the skill but I went like, to like art like, school yo I'm so dope I was and like then I put serious it down. about it and, uh, and I barely ever do it anymore it's yeah. weird how things can fall away did you go away. to school here in Cincy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, like as a kid, like that's all I ever thought I would be is an is an artist, you know. Yeah. And like, found music, and then ne- next thing I know, I barely draw anymore. It's yeah, weird. it's kind kind of similar, man. Yeah. I like when I went to school, that was that was my goal was to be an artist, but I was hoping to do hip hop stuff, and then I ended up in some weird art rock band. Right. Well, it's worked <laughs> and that's, out for the you. rest is history. Yeah. So fuck it, you know. Uh, yeah, things rarely take. A, I think t- things rarely take shape the way you. Uh, imagine them you know we we make plans god laughs is is uh you know something that i've heard oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah i have have you considered doing and i'm sure you have i'm sure you're thinking about it or maybe maybe you already have and a a hemlock ernst album um yeah well there's there's a couple things in the works like i just do tons of features like if if somebody hits me up and wants a verse then uh and i like what they do or i know them then i do my best to to give them to give them a verse and do it fast so there's like i mean there's a ton of shit that's just been there's will come out in the next year year and a half that i've already recorded like final vocals for on features on other people's stuff at least like 25 tracks it's gotta be i've done a ton of stuff because uh that was one thing that was cool like hanging out in la and working with some producers out there is you'll just be out there for a week and then like i'll just get a phone call like yo come through the studio right and be like, what are y'all doing? Like, especially like, really, uh, Rory, Milo, and yeah. uh, and Driver, um, Reagan are like, just uh, kind of turned me on to that. Uh, Yo, just come here. We're writing a song now, um, and then we're gonna record it. And, like, feel- there was one night I was out. I just had a a meeting with uh, Egon uh, from now again, uh, Madlib's manager, uh, fucking legend. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, Egon's the best dude, but I was just having dinner with him. I was just going to go home and, uh, and chill for the night. And, uh, Mike Eagle hits me up and is like, yo, we're at the crib. We're writing a track, come through. And, uh, and I rolled over and it was like driver and POS and Getty. And, uh, <laughs> I saw the photo. Somebody put it on <laughs> yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit. What yeah, is we this? Wrote, we wrote that song typecast that yeah. night. And so I rolled in, they were already like 45 minutes into writing and they're just like, uh, I don't actually. Maybe he hit. He. I think he just told me they were chilling. Like, come through. Getty's here, uh, and drivers here. We're chilling. And I met. So I met POS, and then uh, we're. Uh, but I get there, and they're like, 
yo, man, you need to fucking hurry up. Like, we're about done writing our verses. And, I, and I'm, like, half drunk. Like, I shouldn't have even driven out there. Right. Kids don't drink and drive. Um, I'll, and, I'll uh, bleep the part where you said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I, I just show up. I'm fucking, I'm fucking half drunk. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they're writing over this funky-ass beat that Mike made. Anyways, yeah, I just get it in and then spit a sloppy drunk verse, which is now is now on that Kavanaugh record. Right, right. Um, which is funny because I think when it came out, I got some it got some write ups and people were like, uh, hair, like uh, Himmel and Kearns came through with a really gritty verse, and I was like, I'm <laughs> right. fucking drunk, man. That's like great. seriously, That's I great. was fucking drunk, um, <laughs> and I felt like an asshole. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's that kind of stuff is really cool to me because that's what we used to do when we were in high school uh, without recording it, you know. Just you like go and hang out and freestyle, right, freestyle and, right, yeah. and like we would tape we would tape the sessions, but it wasn't like a track, and so it's cool to like have that thing like resurface where you're you can just have fun with it, and then it's just out there, um, and because uh, I miss that with with like album cycles and and all this kind of stuff, like like uh, because of the con- our contract with 4AD, which is uh, 4AD has been great to us. Um, we're still on contract for two more records, and. Uh, but I can't, I can't like just go and make music. I have to get clearance. Right. But with any of our pre-existing projects, which include uh, me rapping, Hemlock Ernst, uh, Masavora, which is Garrett's uh, solo project, which is phenomenal, and Peels, uh, which is William's uh, project with this guy Bruce Willen in Baltimore, which is another uh, phenomenal project. Uh, all of these, and the Snails, which is one of me and William's side projects, like all those things existed before that contract deal so they're all free to do what they want to do and once i That's found a good clause once i right found there. out that i wasn't allowed to like go and make new music as a singer with people i was like so i can't do that like what the fuck or like well we we can't we gotta get clearance it might take a few months blah blah, blah. it's like but well, what about rap and he's like oh you can do that um and i was like well fuck i'm gonna rap all the time then <laughs> like you tell me i can't do something so when are you gonna make that album well I, so i've got like half a record with kenny siegel and i've got half a record with uh mad lib under the okay. trouble knows me um and who knows if they'll ever trouble come knows out. me is the group trouble knows me is the group yes yeah, so we okay. put out we put out a fat 12 inch uh last year okay and then uh you and mad lib yeah and then okay. i think uh, like a like a bootleg demo dropped Fortet dropped a bootleg demo on uh, BBC earlier this year. Uh, I think just to keep it going. But I mean, I'm like, I wish we could just put the eight, nine songs we have out, you know, uh, because I, you know, you kind of like, you write, you write and it's, it's like a part of your, it's a part of your life at that time. And then, and then as you get farther away from it, you're like, eh, whatever. But, but then again, some of those, some of those tracks are, really strong and not really I don't think they're really like anything that he's done before which is cool and definitely not shit that I've done before um so I think I think it's a it's a it's it's interesting I mean it's also varied I mean but also with Mad Lib's beats his shit's so fucking timeless that it could come out in 2020 and it I think it would sound yeah, fresh yeah he's not he's not at all following trends That's yeah not yeah his style. and I'm not really there's definitely some songs that have that they speak to a time so they have a style of a time but some of that stuff is more free than anything i've written in a in a very interesting way um because his loops uh his loops will just like take you in weird places there's a song called stone soup uh that i just want to come out i just want it to come out so bad because something about it just pulls at me it's just uh 
very uh, very simple uh, shit I uh, yeah I wish I could uh, I'll play it for you later cool cool <laughs> um yeah well that I, I don't know I just I feel like that would be a cool sort of second career in a way you know what I'm saying if you, it that you could actually like tour on I mean you've done a bit of touring you toured with us yeah. but you know to have an album out it makes you a little more free to do that oh yeah yeah I mean the thing is like because I mean I feel I'm actually like have an advantage as uh, as an entity outside of my band because my band is uh, because Future Islands is successful enough that I can kind of do what I want to do and that makes it it's almost like uh, I feel like I'm I can cheat a bit <laughs> Which uh, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't mean that in a, you know, cause I'm not trying to use, I'm also not trying to push, I'm not trying to push him like Ernst because I don't want people to be like, oh, that's just the guy from Future Islands. I want, I want to like, that's why I like these features because if I get the cosign from uh, artists who I respect, you're showing improving. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like. It's like I keep seeing this guy's name and I really love his fucking verses instead of it being like I'm listening to this verse because it's the guy from Future Islands rapping. Right. Because a lot of a lot of press thinks that I started rapping like yesterday. Right. You know, they're like, oh, he's trying this other thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's like my, it's the original. That's my original art form. Like, that's where I came from. Like, like I was rapping fucking eight years before Future Islands was a band. Right. And fucking 16 years before you knew right. Future Islands existed. You know? In high school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's just like no, 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 you have it, you have it confused. I, I am a much better writer, I'm a better MC, and I do have that ability, but I don't think that, uh, like, a bus driver doesn't ask me on a track because he, right. he wants people to, like, it's because we're, we fucking get down, you know, yeah. like, we crack each other up. You know, when yeah. we fucking we're both like a hound, like word hounds in the studio. Like yeah. that's 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 the thing. So uh, we, I think we push each other. So like like working with working with people that I respect, you know, makes it's, it's just awesome, awesome, anyways. But then to uh, to to have their respect because I'm not rapping to I'm not rapping for the career or for the money because I'm I'm good right now. Um, I'm good right now. You know, who knows where I'll be when people forget about the band, uh, these kinds of things. You never know. Like, music doesn't have a security blanket. You know, there's no security blanket in this. There's not a pension for aging rock stars. Right. Um, you know. Uh, so, but but for me right now, I'm just like, I'm working for respect, you know. Yeah. And that's oh, that. That's respectable. Uh, I mean, you that's know. The, but... That's the Karis one. I'd rather be dope and have a whole lot of respect. Sure. I'd rather be broke and have a whole lot of respect. Like, that's the... That's for me. I want the respect as a writer, and then I can do whatever I want because that's really all I ever wanted, you know, in life in general. One of the things that made me feel isolated as a child um, was just not feeling like I had, I was respected for who I was, uh, or like not, like people didn't pay attention to what I had to say um, because you were you were different. Uh, Probably just because I was just like a little fat kid. <laughs> so, was I, man. so was I, So was I, just like With a bowl cut. Just, it's, it's, like, all, it's all there. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, uh, yeah, yeah. I look like a caricature of a fat kid. Um, <laughs> and so, so, yeah, so I felt isolated. You know, I felt isolated in myself. 
and so I, I just wanted that respect. And then, like like I was saying, like writing words uh, gave me gave me a power, like made me see that I had a power in myself. Um, there was there was something that other people didn't necessarily have on the whole, right? You know, and then uh, and then pushing that forward. And so you know, I work my ass off on stage because. I want to be the fucking best at what I do. And I want the respect that that motherfucker, he, he fucking sweats his ass off up yeah. there. He works his ass off. And yes, my body hurts like every fucking day because of what I do. And one day I won't be able to do that. But, but you know, I, I work to gain the respect so that there is a time when people, hopefully people will, uh, will remember that, that I worked that way. And, and then with the writing, that's a little bit more, uh, indelible, you know, the words are, uh, will hopefully last even longer. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, so that's, I mean, I, I think in a way that's the, that's the true MC in me is like, uh, out for, out for getting my name up. Right. You know, I want my name up in lights. It's a very hip hop uh, uh, mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that. I want the respect because like, fuck it. I mean, honestly, that's my, that's like my biggest problem in the world in general with with human interactions is I just don't think that people and like the way that we treat each other is because people don't like they don't think that they're like other people so they don't you know just just the simple act of saying hello walking down the street is a yeah. form of respect right sure. it's like you exist yeah I exist but hello you, here's and a question when that breaks down what do you have here's a question do you feel like that's something that at some point you want to not have is that something that you want at some point you, you know because okay so you felt oh what an anonymity or what just, do you mean just that at some point you do, you don't feel like you need other people's respect or at all you know like that you're just oh, like fuck that'd be great you know yeah that's what I'm saying like to just <laughs> I mean, be like okay I'm here and I'm in, I'm in existence I mean the thing is I mean I understand because I, I try to look at all sides of things that all of my greatest strengths are born out of my greatest weaknesses that's what that is yeah you know but and, that's I guess what superheroes are in a way right? yeah, yeah yeah well the thing is like I I have issues uh, that that derive from me being too worried about what people think of me mm-hmm. um like that that like i was talking about that isolation as a child yeah um uh issues with my fucking body just like uh with the way i looked or who i was um go fucking way back just like why the fuck am i the way i am right um and uh but at the same time when i'm on stage i don't give a fuck and so it's it's a weird like when i'm walking to the coffee shop I may be like feel weird about how I look. Feel more comfortable on stage in a way. Yeah, but on stage it's yeah. it's it's like a freedom to be like I'm like this is me and this is like like I I I just I feel this strength and I don't give a fuck. And that's that that's the power, but I don't know why I can't translate that into life. Um and maybe it's because I know that I uh, I shouldn't say I. We have earned those people's attention. Yeah, you've built a space for yourself. Yeah, exactly. To say, hey, this is my space. I am me here. I know from the fact that yeah. all of you are singing along, realizing that and now, all of you yeah. have bought my record, that you respect me. This is me. Yeah. You know, and and you haven't still, after all these years, got it through your head when you're walking down the street that this is my space. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, 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 it's because all these people have already 
shown you that they respect you as a person, but you still have some of that re- residual. And I can say yeah. this to you because this is how I am as well. No, no. You still no, have that residual sense. like little kid that feels isolated and feels fat and feels whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I never really, I never, I never thought about that. But uh, I, I have thought, of, I ha- I've been thinking about that recently though, that like why, why do I feel, why can I be comfortable as as a center point <laughs> in front of thousands right but when i really don't matter maybe it's because i i know that i really don't matter that could be a there's, thing there is a feeling of and tell me <laughs> if you relate to this but there is a certain feeling of when i'm on stage that yeah it's almost the knowledge of the precariousness of life and just knowing that like i'm going to die knowing this really doesn't matter not not that i don't matter but that none of it matters. None yeah. of this matters. <laughs> and that, and therefore, there's a freedom in that. You're stripping well, that away. True. And it's almost the same as what you're talking about, about, you know, business stuff or whatever. It's like once you quit caring, then it works out. And I feel like that on stage. Like, you can't be on stage and be self-conscious. You have to let it all, you know. Oh, yeah. Let that all go away. And with that comes a certain, I don't know. There's, I, I don't want to say it's suicidal, but it's almost like I don't give a fuck at all what happens right now. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I went on stage once and thought I was going to fucking die that night. And that was kind of freeing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to go out on top. You know? Why, now, why did you think that? Just, it was uh, a mentality? Oh, I was, I was just like, I was just spent. I was yeah. spent from, uh, from being on the, on the road. And I, like, passed out in a, I passed out in a fucking airport in Vienna. Um, that morning uh, from exhaustion and was like okay. revived I was revived with uh, these medics with an IV and they put me on the plane and then I'm there in Barcelona at Primavera yeah. and about to go on and I don't feel 100% I'm not 100% I'm like yeah. loopy feeling really strange and feeling like I could pass out again at any moment um, this is you know probably 15 hours later and uh <laughs> and we fucking killed it, you know. That was like, yeah. And I and weird. I, but I went out there like I don't know what's gonna happen, you know. I may just fall out, and that, you know, I didn't. I don't think I really thought I was gonna die, but I didn't think that I was gonna be standing. Yeah, I thought that I might pass out again. Like, but you made it through. That's the thing. oh yeah, and we like smashed you know. it. And that there's like you said, there was a that freedom of just being like, I don't fucking know what's gonna happen, but yeah. it's gonna be good until it. Till the bad thing happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I played Primavera uh, two days. Like I had the mumps. Okay, I played Primavera with a testicle the size of a tennis ball. Oh shit! And my uh, I, two days after surgery on my hand, doped up on all kinds of things. One, so I'm playing drums with one hand. Yeah. You can you can do a lot more than you think you can do in this life and get yeah, through it. And it was a good show, and we played to you know whatever several thousand people. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like you make it through, you know. Well, I mean, for me too, though, that like the I get strength off the audience, you know. Like yeah. I, you know, so often I go on stage after being on the road for a while, just like I don't know, you know. I tell the guys like I've said this to them so many times, they just like are like whatever, dude. Or I'm just like. I might take it a little easy tonight. Like I'm not feeling so good. Like I'm either sick or, or my my knees are busted out. I'm just right. like I may take it a little slow. I just I'm basically pre-apologizing. Right. 
because but I don't. Not when you get out on that stage, I don't, man. I don't ever want to let them down. Yeah. You know, most most important of all, you know, I don't want to let the guys down. Yeah. Um, and and of course, yeah. Every time I say that, I go out and push harder, probably overcompensate for the for my feeling like I'm at a lack of. The I'm only like, time I'm go even harder. The only times that I've ever, you know, and I've I've played some shows just sick as fuck yeah, like yeah. that was not the that you know that tough. primavera was not the worst but the only time that i've ever like let it be super mild and mellow and i have a, a few shows is when there's like 15 people there and they're not that interested you know you'll play yeah, like yeah. some town you've never heard of in europe yeah and like you know they don't really know who you are and they're you know so you're just like okay i'm actually gonna take it easy and you know i mean you have to get worked into your thing, you know, and if you're not, then you're not. So, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, look, I think we got to head back. You said you helped. All right, cool. Yeah, we got, if you got some more questions, I can do another 15 or 20 or we'll be good. I mean, I, 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 I feel good about what we just talked about. We, All right, I mean, cool. I could keep going forever, but I don't know. I, Hell yeah. I think this is a good, good stopping point. Uh, I've been sitting here with Sam. Uh, overlooking the Ohio River somewhere in Covington, Kentucky. We're on the Kentucky side. On the Kentucky side. Covington, Kentucky. Yeah, Covington, Kentucky. Um, <laughs> say bye to these folks out there. Hey, uh, yo, what's up? Hey, later. Sorry. good to be back and visit with you guys as always uh my little infrequent visits with you people these days but uh hopefully we'll get some more going at some point um go over to why with the question find those tour dates come see us after the u.s we will be playing and this is not announced yet but we will be doing tours in asia and europe uh, shortly after that okay so doing some japan dates and maybe a couple of china dates and then um uk and europe you can't even say europe anymore and uk because of the goddamn brexit so we'll be doing uk europe and the like so yeah then that'll all be you know may june time periods ish so keep an eye out for those donate to some charities and whatnot that that uh that you like to pull things out of complete decline um you know yeah i'm yeah it's a little disconcerting what's going on but we got to keep fighting it okay it's just like when you're getting a cold you can feel the cold coming on what do you do you drink a ton of water you take the wellness pills or whatever you do you take your vitamin c your emergency uh that's what you do. You know, the cold might eventually come on, but it might not be as bad as it would have been if you hadn't been taking that stuff. So let's take those medicines, all right? Let's do it. Let's 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 uh, get out on the streets and, and let the world know we're not down. We're not down with it. So if you, you got a protest coming up around you, surrounding some, some new issue that crops up, some new fucking piece of legislation that he signs or that they sign, get out there say hey i'm not good i'm not good with this let let the world know 
All right, you guys, have a great week, month, whatever. I'm not sure when I'll see you next. And as always, keep wandering. Keep wandering. quizzically and he was like oh hell yeah <laughs> and that's when he was like oh you actually 
You actually listened. I was about. To the roots. I was about the uh, the. Do you want more, man? That oh, I like yeah, Philadelphia yeah. Half Life too. Those were no, the only yeah. two two that I really listened to back to front. After that, uh, I was in college or whatever. But you know, yeah, and, yeah. And I, but 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 Philadelphia Half Life and Do You Want More, the blue one. Uh, that was the blue one, right? I'm thinking yeah, the right yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. That was the fucking... Yeah, no, that's a my, great record. I was like, whoa. Illadelph was the first I'd heard of theirs, but uh, it was funny because I never really got into indie rock until senior year of high school, and I was heartbroken over a girl, and my buddy was like, you should listen to this record. Um, and it was Radiohead The Benz, and I was okay. like, oh, I've never heard of Radiohead. Yeah. <laughs> this is like 2001. <laughs> They're like, I'm you never heard of Radiohead? I, I, I was I like, they did it. that one song, Creep, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should listen to this. And I was like, well, here, you should borrow my copy of Philadelphia Half-Life. And we we traded CDs that day on the borrow tip, and neither of us ever returned, you know, and that, face that record. Yeah, the Ben's like, I fucking love this shit. Yeah, I, they, record. like, spoke to me in that time of my life and, like, heartbroken over some girl. I yeah. was like, I get, I get what he's talking about. And that was kind of me understanding indie rock. I didn't. In I didn't quotes. listen to indie rock until uh, about 2000 as well. Yeah, yeah. And it was well. I first what it was like pavement. And, oh and yeah. Like God about that first like spoke to me like oh like they're 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 being funny and sarcastic and I can get into like yeah. Before that it always seemed too whiny or something. Yeah. But Radiohead, my first one was the uh, Kid A when Which that when that came out. It was album. just like. What yeah, the fuck? that record is insane. Yeah, I love Amnesiac too. That's a great. Both of those yeah. are great, and yeah. that Amnesiac got slept on. I yeah, feel it did. Like, it did. You know? Um, but uh, but yeah, Spoon Girls can tell. I don't know if oh, you ever heard that. That's a great one. That was that's a, record. a great album. And what was yeah. the other one? It was funny because all my friends were like trying to get me to listen to like uh, Jawbreaker and Jawbox, and I was like, man, this guy's blind as those fuck. Are. Yeah, you know. What but but uh, but but Jawbreaker, that guy became. Uh, Jets Brazil and that first Jets Brazil album Orange Rhyming oh, Dictionary is really fucking of, phenomenal I have heard of both of those actually yeah yeah okay okay but I never heard them yeah never actually heard them I mean it's whiny okay it's still whiny I mean I can get it's into like that sad, now like, it's I like just, sad kid music I, I had this you know in, in I don't know it was just this, at the time it, it bothered me and guitars were always like too you know it was like too like yeah you know, yeah I like drums and, you know, nah, me, yeah me too man I didn't really get it. My brother was into all kinds of shit before he he got into hip hop that did, I didn't really speak to me, and he was like listening to metal and shit. And, yeah, I never uh, got into that. He was obsessed sort of with Jane's Addiction, and I did okay. not fucking get it. But uh, I was really into Danzig. Like I was like rocking okay. the Danzig shirt when I was ten. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was like my brother's hand me down. I was into Morphine. Morphine okay. was one, and Primus. Those, Primus, those that's, were like that's, one, that's one that my brother Primus got me was into. Crazy. That was yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. The fucking baseline. I mean, just like those baseline's are ridiculous, yeah, and it's noisy and weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's, it's a band funny. with, with I can a listen to it because it was funny. Totally, it's a it's a band with a virtuosic bass player and drummer. I mean, and singer. I mean, so they were all basically too, like though. that. Yeah, it's you a know, cool that's band. Like the, the roots. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, yeah, I'm, I can't hate on. Like my brother basically was into all like the. Any band that had like really good musicians, like you know, that's why he liked Rush. Yeah, yeah. Primus. Uh, I wish I could remember the rest, but it's hard. It? <laughs> um, Your brother listening to Weather Report? Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, a little bit of fusion. I don't think he, he dipped a toe into fusion. Maybe I'm not trying to call him out, you know, or Yo, call, or call those bands out. out. Those are all good bands, <laughs> you know. Can't hate. 
Today's Tom Sawyer, man. Uh, that, that that song's pretty dope. Um, Do you know, you know what yeah. band has slept on is Supertramp. They're good. I, I you know, I, I guess I know the hits. What are the hits? That's every song they ever wrote, dude. What? Give me a give me a, an example. Uh, that uh, what's that song? Uh, it's called like American. Uh, Ameri- is that a song called Breakfast in America? Is it? It's like a. I th- I just got a new girlfriend. She's the only one I got. Uh, yes, da-da-da, yes. Da-da-da-da. That's great. Sure. They were kind of like a weird mix of Russian Queen. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they, they have a song "Breakfast in America" and uh, "Long Way Home." Okay. I take the long, long way, way home. home. Yeah, that's that's good. It's a good They're one song, of those man. bands. You're like, how the fuck did you have a band called Supertramp? But they right. sold a billion records. And then there's the band Supertramp so Stamp. Dope. You know, <laughs> is there <laughs> that band? I just made that up. You should write that song. For some reason, I yeah, in my mind, like Supertramp and Thin Lizzy get oh, mixed yeah. up, but they're very different, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah they're different. Yeah. I never, I never really got into the Thin Lizzy, but uh, William and Garrett, my bandmates, are they're into it. They fucking love the shit out of Thin Lizzy. I mean, I think that dude's pretty I mean, they awesome. Have some but great songs. I, you know, I, I just always had trouble with anything that was too guitar-y, I guess, for yeah, lack yeah. of a better word, like stuff that sounded too like loud in that way. Does that yeah. makes sense? Like, well, I mean, because I, well, yeah, I like, I wouldn't really listen to guitar music, but then like Slayer's. Decade of progression. I was See, like, I can't ever. I never was into any like. Well, okay, I can't. Striper. So Stri- growing up as a, as a believer, you know, <laughs> Striper was was a huge thing for me uh, as a young boy. But you know, it was more about the 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 whatever. You know, you just the the whole drama of the whole thing. Yeah, you know, it's glam. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Shit. All right. Anyway, I turned this back on because I was interested.